And we welcome you to the program. You are listening to Let's Talk on WISR 680 AM 107.5 FM. Tyler Frio with you. Of course, Let's Talk, the half hour where we spend time and chat with local businesses, organizations, groups, nonprofits. Today, our guest is Quality Life Services, and we're joined once again by Julia Toth, Community Liaison. Julia, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course, Let's Talk. You can hear us on the air, 680 AM 107.5 FM. You can also stream us online, WISR680.com. You can also download the WISR app wherever you get your mobile apps from. So with all that out of the way, let's dive into it, Julia. Quality Life Services. You guys are on. We talk to you all the time, but let's just hear it. What is Quality Life Services? So Quality Life Services is a family-owned, and we are celebrating 50 years this year, family-owned long-term care facility continuum of care. So we have 10 skilled nursing facilities um, throughout the state. We have seven personal care homes. And then a few years back, we acquired home health and hospice, Three Rivers um, Home Health and Family Hospice. I got to take a minute to think about it. We have so many (laughs) (laughs) avenues. Um, And so we just kind of have been helping the area fill their needs for nursing home, um, rehab, personal care, assisted living. We have a secured memory care unit in Mercer, which is a beautiful neighborhood community style uh, memory care unit. So we've just been in the area helping everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, you said 10 different locations. Yes. So Are you going to quiz me on locations? Let's, let's, do, let's get the quiz out here early. <laughs> okay, the 10 skilled nursing facilities. I'm going to cut on my fingers and make sure I have them all. We have, um, everything starts with QLS. So I'll just say that. It's QLS mm. and then the city that they're in. So we have um, Sarver, Apollo, Sugar Creek, Shakora, Mercer, Grove City, Newcastle, Markleysburg, Henry Clay, and oh no, I'm down to one. It'll come to me. We have a tenth one. <laughs> Johnstown. There it <laughs> is. Mont. There it is. Oh. All right. So we've got the ten locations <laughs> yes. down. Obviously, what we're trying to reinforce there. Big footprint. And that's Mm -hmm. a big thing for folks who, when they're working with family members to say, look, you have so many options for areas of convenience. Yes, absolutely. And and of those 10, we have seven personal care. So the only locations we don't have personal care or assisted living is Markleysburg, Henry Clay, and Newcastle. But we have facilities near. So um, whenever someone is maybe in that Uniontown area, kind of Maryland, West Virginia border, our Westmont facility is not far. So we always have an option or in uh, Newcastle, we have Mercer and Grove City, that kind of border. So we always have an option if we're not specifically in your territory. And people know you travel for a hospital, it's very common to travel for a skilled mm-hmm. nursing stay. Well, let's talk about personal care first. Mm-hmm. So describe a little bit for our listeners exactly what personal care means. Sure. So the big difference is personal care is an out-of-pocket expense. That's pretty much like the layman's way of, of explaining it is the state of Pennsylvania right now doesn't afford Medicaid dollars or Medicare dollars to go to personal care stay. Other states do. We're hoping that PA kind of gets on the train mm-hmm. <laughs> of our neighboring state like Ohio to help cover it. But what personal care is, is for someone who maybe is 
still somewhat independent, but need help with what we call activities of daily living or ADLs for short, which is dressing, toileting, bathing, eating. If you can do most of them, but maybe you need assistance getting your um, trousers on or going to the restroom or maybe holding a utensil, you can do it, but you're a little shaky, just be better off getting some help. We can do all of that. That's very, very standard in personal care. Also, we take care of your meds. So you don't have to remember when to take your medications. We have them in our locked med cart. We have certified med techs that dispense them to all the residents. When they get low, we have quality pharmacy. So you could utilize our pharmacy and we can get them ordered like next day or day of or whatever pharmacy you use. But we kind of oversee that too. So you don't have to remember, oh, I'm down to one pill and I won't get it filled by tomorrow. So that's taken out of it. And laundry, all of your laundry Mm. is done, your meals, your snacks, kind of all the monotony that maybe you don't want to deal with. Yeah, (laughs) we do. But it almost feels like this is the reassurance thing. Like, look, these are the things that you may be struggling with. Or if you're a family member concerned about mom or dad and some of the things they're struggling with Mm -hmm. living inside the house, this now just puts them, well, I guess what the name is, personal care. Right. And Yes, it's an out-of-pocket expense, and we have different rates for all of our facilities, but I will say compared to competitors in the area, bigger names in the area, we are very affordable with great care. So I like to always say, don't let the dollar sign scare you. Mm. We have abilities to kind of work with resident, with um, potential residents Um, to have them come into our personal care. We're not, there's no sign-on fee. There's no reservation fee. There's no opt-out fee. It's literally your room rate and the level of care rate, which level of care is standard to any personal care home. It's just how much help you need there's a number. There's a there's a number. A for number it. assigned. Yes. So what are what are the rooms like uh, whenever you go into personal care? What can people sure. expect? We have different style rooms at each facility. Very commonly, we have semi-private, which is a shared room. You'd have one roommate. Okay. Um, we have private. We have private with or without bathrooms, and that mostly means with or without a shower. Every room has a, a commode. Um, we have suites that there's two separate rooms a communal little living room kitchenette area um that we have a sarver is really well known for our our suites with the multiple bedrooms we have suites that have outside car access so if you have a vehicle and you want to park i keep going back to sarver because we do have a lot of I guess apartment style to say that we can offer that some of other facilities don't, that is kind of a nice talking point. Almost a good transition mm-hmm. for somebody who was living independently to go into an apartment like yes. this. Okay. Most of our PCs have what we call like a kitchenette style suite, which is the one bedroom, your own bathroom, a little seating area and kitchenette, which is your, your stovetop, oven, fridge. But some people don't even want to deal with that. And our private rooms are very spacious. I always say, come in and see. Mm-hmm. I can talk everything up and say how <laughs> wonderful it is. But to put eyes on it make a, makes a big difference. I just toured a family last week who their mom is in her late 90s. And she's still pretty capable of a lot. But her ch- her adult child and, and spouse need some time to themselves. They're, mm-hmm. They need a break. And they've never placed mom somewhere for a short time. And they had a lot of really great questions. And a lot of it, they 
They thought that they were being a little needy, so to speak. And I said, everything you're asking is what we do on a normal basis, mm -hmm. but they've never let go. So to see that, that we will take care of, to their, of their loved one like they do at home, you can kind of see that stress starting to go off their shoulders, but letting go is hard. Yeah, <laughs> Trusting someone else with the care of your loved one is hard. So I always like to say, come in for a tour, meet our staff, see the rooms, bring mom or dad in if they're able to see it. Kind of form your own opinion versus just the talk. <laughs> and these are big decisions for family members because there are instances yes. where they've never experienced that before. And I think to your point where it is important to make sure you reach out and have mm -hmm. those conversations. So it seems like a good time now to throw out the phone number for people to call. Yes. Exactly. What is the phone number? So my number, I will give out my personal work phone number. It's 412-629-1275. I oversee the seven personal care homes in the sense of building community awareness and building census, getting patients mm -hmm. in. Um, we have administrators at all seven buildings. So if I can't physically be there for a tour, they are wonderful at touring. And then you get to actually meet the administrator firsthand. Mm -hmm. So I like to give out my number. And then also if anyone maybe has a question in regards to, they don't know what building, but they want, they have a few medical, basic medical questions. We always have our central intake. 24 seven manned by a human person, <laughs> a human being, not a machine. Hey, not, it's rare, yeah. Yes, and that number is 1-888-835-4557, and you will get a lovely woman that answers the phone. <laughs> I can direct you that way also. And again, we're talking with Julia Toth, community liaison for Quality Life Services. And you were talking a little bit about, you know, some of these suites and, mm -hmm. you know, some of the things like that. What are the community aspects uh, of these buildings like and apartment complexes? I feel like that's a really big selling point for you guys. When you say, what do you mean? Like the involvement or where, it, where it's located? Uh, the involvement. So what's going on inside of okay. uh, the building? So I guess the, sure. the community inside yes. the building. Yeah. So we have activity directors in every building and they have daily morning and afternoon activities for both the skilled nursing side and the PC side. So there's things like... Um, Last week, I believe they were coloring eggs for Easter. We've had people come in and play gospel music like mm. from local churches, movie nights. I know that some Westerns are very popular in our yep. buildings. They have movie night. They have crafts. I mean, there's always something going on. Your loved one is always asked, would you like to attend an activity? We don't force anyone. It's your choice. Mm -hmm. Um, we strongly encourage it and maybe check with them and see if they want to go, but it's totally up to them. But there's always an activity going on that they are able to attend. And it's small things too, like just having a cup of coffee in the morning with mm -hmm. a group of friends, you yes. know, things that are out there that maybe you weren't physically able to drive to a, a certain restaurant and meet up with mm -hmm. people. Those are now options that are back on the table. For right. And in, yeah. in personal care home, your loved one can come and visit and have your meal with you. Mm -hmm. Just let us know the day before and our kitchen will have, because our food is actually made on site. It's homemade. It's not frozen, brought in. We just mm -hmm. reheat it. So we just, I mean, hey, a couple hours even notice if you'd like to have lunch with your family member. We, we welcome that. That's totally um, an option. And we do offsite activities, pending weather, pending just the health of our residents. And the one, I mean, COVID, I even hate bringing that word up, but one, I guess, side effect that we're seeing in personal care is 
residents had to stay in their rooms. Mm -hmm. Now that's their normal. Mm -hmm. So to bring them out is is difficult, but slowly and surely we, we are very persistent yeah. <laughs> to, to socialize our residents. But it, it's hard when you were told you can't leave your room because quarantine or lockdown or just who knows what. Mm -hmm. It really did a number on people. Well, and, you know, those folks aren't alone. The whole society is right. trying to adjust back to that and, and, and things like that. But overall, I think the point that you're trying to convey is that for each individual, there's not a cookie cutter formula right. at Quality Life Services. You guys are tailoring the experience Absolutely. of individuals to what they need. Right. Like on, the, And that makes the difference between PC and skilled nursing. You're referred to a skilled nursing facility because you need some type of nursing or rehab service. Yes, your rehab will be tailored to your need, whether it's a knee, ankle, hip, shoulder, but... You're there for X amount of time your insurance covers. Once you've hit your benchmarks, you're discharged usually to home or to personal care to transition mm -hmm. stay. But you know what you're getting out of skilled. PC, it's totally, yes, it's your home, but you each day is different. Mm -hmm. If you want to go out with family, awesome. If you want to stay in and have people come, great, or just be left alone for the day. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. Well, let's talk a little bit more about skilled nursing. So we talked about the personal care units. Skilled nursing... You walked us through a little bit about sure. it, but, you know, in terms of what people should expect, what, what are they going to get involved with? They So skilled nursing is a, is a little bit more mandated by a physician and what your need is, and mm -hmm. then also insurance coverage. A lot of skilled stays are hit that, like, 20, 21-day stay. Okay. And that's insurance-driven, <laughs> very much so. And you will receive your meals, activities, your rehab needs, whether it's occupational, physical therapy, speech therapy. Um, maybe you're just there because you have IV antibiotics, so like a more of a nursing stay. Mm -hmm. Whatever your need is, we will be there to accommodate and take care of you, but you're there for a short amount of time. Now, some residents can transition to long-term nursing care, which you are more acute than a personal care level. So you need the IVs, you need dialysis, you need to have more care mm -hmm. that a PC can't, round the clock nursing care, where PC is, yes, there's someone there 24 seven, but you're not needing some type of treatment mm -hmm. all day long. So uh, when it comes to connecting with quality life services mm -hmm. about skilled nursing, as you said, that's more physician driven, insurance mm -hmm. driven, but if people are given that, okay, the doctor is recommending skilled nursing, is that when they pick up the phone and call you guys? Nine times out of 10, it's someone in the hospital okay. and they're discharging from a hospital or maybe a another like rehab facility that they've exhausted their days and maybe they got an authorization from insurance to continue a little lower level skilled nursing, but not, but usually but it's out of a hospital. Out of a hospital. Yes. Okay. And a case manager, a social worker will say, do you have a preferred facility? And if you do always say quality life services, <laughs> but if you don't, then they kind of, they'll give you a list in the hospital of the local providers that accept your insurance and then you can pick and they'll call and schedule that. So it is kind of seamless at the hospital. They have their social workers and case managers working on it, but you have the right to choose where you want to go. You mm. don't have to say, Oh, I picked the top one because it's the first one. And I'll feel like yeah. looking down the list. You have the choice and we're there to help, but the social workers usually take care of it. Generally speaking, what's the timeline on that from when you're first introduced to, okay, you need to move to skilled nursing to when that placement happened? Or it, does it vary a lot? It varies 
on the condition of the patient. So if the hospital is super proactive and they know in two days you're going to discharge, mm-hmm. they will start making arrangements with the facility. And it's also on the facility's open beds. Um, if mm-hmm. we have an open female, and it, it depends on female bed or male bed because some of our rooms are shared and you want to stay female to female. And some of our facilities are smaller. For example, our Mercer skilled nursing facility has 45 beds, and they're usually at full capacity. Okay. So it depends on the bed opening and how proactive the hospital is is starting that. We can do same day mm-hmm. discharge and admissions into skilled, but I'd say within 24 hours is very okay. likely. But there's a lot of moving parts here, and yes. so that process, again, is a little bit more. Right. Just because very, the hospital's ready right. doesn't mean the facility is ready with you know, a, a clean room, a bed, whatever equipment is needed mm-hmm. in there. So it's, there's a lot of moving parts, but I feel QLS has really made it seamless and we're the path of least resistant. Okay. We will get it done. <laughs> so quality life services, again, is who we're talking with. Julia Toth is a community liaison. I want to talk about some short-term sure. programs. Uh, mentioned things like transition care. What does that look like for folks? So what's really unique to quality life services in our personal care homes is we offer short-term stays. So if you are in a skilled nursing facility or hospital and they feel that your skilled need has been met and insurance isn't going to cover any more days, but you are not ready to go home, maybe you need to get a hospital bed or some handrails or a ramp to your front door and you really can't go home and have that done. You need somewhere to go to maybe get a little more rehab through your home health benefit and have a caregiver 24 seven. You can transition down to any of our seven personal care homes and you become a personal care resident, but we know you're discharging Mm -hmm. and you can get rehab through your insurance benefit, your part B benefit. So you can get physical therapy, occupational therapy in a personal care setting and then with a discharge date. It's an out-of-pocket expense, our transition programs, and are just the room fee. So whatever room you choose, private, semi-private, it's the room fee. And then whenever you're ready to go home, you tell us, and we'll get you set up to get home. So the physical therapy, occupational therapy is happening at the personal care yes. home? Okay. Yes. And I'm sure that's reassuring in. for a lot of yes. folks. And it's covered by your insurance. You just need a script from your doctor because you ha- you're. it's technically considered outpatient. Okay. So... They're coming to your home. You're not getting it in a facility. So PC is your home. So that's how you can bill it through your insurance. Are a lot of the facilities that you have in personal care all equipped for short-term programs? Yes. Okay. All seven. All seven seven, of the personal care, yes. All seven personal care homes, yes. And you can utilize our own home health services or um, family family home health, yes. (laughs) Or you could choose. Like we won't, if you've, Love the VNA, the VNA can come in. We aren't going to dictate who you want if you have a preference, but we always will come back to say we have our own. We know the, how great they are. We can recommend it, but ultimately it's your choice. So you're not forcing, hey, just because you're living here, you're not required right. to take, okay. No, it would, would never do that. Mm-hmm. So again, we're here with Julia Toth, community liaison for Quality Life Services. Is there an example, uh, so when we talk about short-term programs, mm-hmm. is there a good example that you could give for our listeners where this may be something, uh, a condition that somebody has that would require a short-term stay? A lot that I see are people who've had hips or knees that just need a couple days for their house to get ready. Mm. They may need to step down and 
really just need a bed and a, and a place so their kids can get the equipment they need in, or they just don't feel like they can truly do their steps in their house. Like they mm-hmm. feel that, that maybe the, the nursing home feels that they can do and they want to get stronger. I, it's a lot of, or I do see a lot of ortho patients that need that a little bit more time that insurance isn't going to give them. And also I'm kind of starting to see people who have an oncology diagnosis that mm. just went through really rigorous chemo or radiation and they don't have a loved one at home that can help them. And they just want to come to us to sleep and rest and have their meals cooked for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's an out of pocket expense. However, if it gives you some rest and some peace of mind and a little, you know, let someone take care of you versus you always taking care of someone else. That's an option also. I I think that's a great point because, you know, it's the day-to-day activities that can cause an added level of stress Mm -hmm. for these individuals who are dealing with their own health issues at the time. And you're saying, look, there's no long-term commitment here. If this is just a short-term belief for you, it adds that, and I think the word we keep coming back to is reassurance. Mm -hmm. Look, you'll be taken care of, and some of the things that you don't need on your plate are going to be taken off your plate. Right. There is no minimum or maximum day stay for these short-term programs. It is completely up to the person and up to what you want to pay honestly mm-hmm. if you that's your call we won't hold you to a certain number so let's talk a little bit about the secured memory care facility in mercer yes so mercer is very unique it's a hundred bed personal care and assisted living so our personal care we have about 30 beds and that is our secured unit and what that means is it's locked 24-7, and it's we took the neighborhood approach. So it looks like individual home fronts out of mm. the rooms. It has very high ceilings, skylights, faux trees. It's it, I know that there is a study done, and it's leaving my head, about why this neighborhood community feel helps with um, memory challenge patients. And... Your nurses are in there, your aides. It's just like your personal care side. But if you have a loved one, that's what we call an elopement risk, that they are exit-seeking. This is safer. Mm. They can't get out. I won't say they never will because we have some really ingenious residents that find the keypads even though they're hidden Mm -hmm. and will play with it. And sometimes they they may crack it. But we've gotten really stealthy with where we hide our keypads to get in and out (laughs) that – so far, so good, but I, it, nothing is 100% guaranteed, mm-hmm. but 99.9% of the time, that is not a non-issue. So that's for the, our wanderer patients or a little more behavior challenge patients that need less triggers, maybe mm-hmm. less of the outside noise and changing and in, in, in environment. This is a steady environment that they become used to and that keeps them relaxed also how long has this facility been around so it was formerly known as countryside convalescent home Mm. which is you know that rolls off the tongue and it sounds like somewhere you want to go and it's been in the mercer community for a long time qls probably acquired it over 10 years ago okay and it's always had this it's always had this facility in it yes and we are looking to get another one of our pcs certified for secured memory care um that's a goal it hasn't been formally announced or decided but the need for memory care is big Mm -hmm. a lot of facilities in 
our Western PA area don't have a true lock secured unit. So we're trying to feed that need. Again, fall back on the word reassurance Mm -hmm. for loved ones, for families of loved ones who are in a situation like this. That is definitely a top priority uh, if this has become a problem to say, okay, how can we get them into a safe environment? Mm -hmm. You're saying this is an option. Yes, especially because our patient care load used to be back in the day cancer. Mm -hmm. Any oncology diagnosis was the number one diagnoses for personal care or skilled nursing it's dementia and alzheimer's it's different so the need the we see the need we see the change in condition so we have to adapt to that well and you know i think you lay out a good point here quality life services 50th year Mm -hmm. Healthcare changes all the time and you guys are trying to adapt and absolutely move with the changes I feel like quality life services is proactive not reactive Mm. i've worked in other companies where it was we were reacting to something that was happening and trying to catch the ball that was moving. QLS tries to project the future, project what's going on in the future and either meet it or get ahead of it. So it is, we, we try to do that. And one of the things too, that you talked about here at the top of the show, quality life services, family owned. Mm -hmm. So this is locally owned, operated, you know, you're dealing with individuals who are right here in the community. Absolutely. Family owned by the tech family. Um, I believe it's the second generation that is running it now and it's, you can feel it. It's a difference. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're working for a big conglomerate, like the ones in the city, (laughs) not far from us that you might just be a number. We, the owners, they know who you are. They know your name. They, you can approach them with any question. They're not like you hear the C-suite almost like an ivory tower. That's not the case. Mm Um, I'm, I feel very lucky to work in a family owned company and it's wonderful. So, um, when it comes to the employees, you know, obviously people who are entrusting loved ones to the care of the Mm -hmm. employees of quality life services, what can you say about the folks and individuals who work at quality life? They are wonderful individuals who hold our, our wants and needs and the kind of the, the word is the, the, oh my gosh, the word is leaving me. The vision the of what QLS is, it's family first. It's, and we treat our residents like they're our own family. We hire people with that same mentality. We want someone who is compassionate, who is caring, who is top, you know, top of the line. Yeah. <laughs> but we want to help our own. Our staff is from the community where our facilities are located. So it's also local. We want to take care of our own. There's also another part of quality life I want to touch upon here as we come down to the final couple minutes. But this is, to me, one of the really cool things that you guys do is the nonprofit Don't Stop Dreaming yes. aspect of it. This is a really, really neat program. Can you tell us? Absolutely. Um, it is our nonprofit. It is Our director is Alicia Strong, and she is fa- fantastic. I can't, I can't say any more like, great things about her. She is motivated. She's driven. She's connected. She will be getting, it's all donation-based, grant-based fundraising, and she's just wonderful at reaching out to local businesses, and they want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And what Don't Stop Dreaming is, is a make a wish for our residents for a very basic explanation. So anyone in our skilled nursing, personal care, or hospice, they can have a wish granted. And what that is, is they could tell a staff member or a family member and they just fill out this form 
about what they want. It could be a dinner out with a loved one. It mm-hmm. could be maybe they, they haven't had a working TV, mm-hmm. a TV in their room, an iPad, to grander things like a fishing trip or Mm -hmm. going to a loved one's wedding out of state and we can pay for the transportation and the lodging and the meal Mm -hmm. (laughs) meals while you're out. It, it it runs such a wide range of really what that resident desires. And we want every single person to have a dream. And that's what I I think is important to note, getting back to some of the things that we talked about, the, the interest in hobbies and whatever Mm -hmm. of the, of the residents and individuals, they vary. And some have aspirations to go to Florida and check Mm -hmm. out Disney world while others, as you mentioned, just have aspirations to make it to uh, a niece's wedding at some point. And that's what don't stop dreaming is about. Absolutely. And we are always looking for local businesses or hobby enthusiasts. We have someone from Shakora who has some really fancy cars Mm. (laughs) and took one of our residents for a drive. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to remember the, the style, <laughs> make and model of car, but something he had growing up. So okay. Cadillac of some kind, but we found someone who had it and took him for a ride. Someone really enjoyed Lamborghinis and there was like a race or some type of something going on in Erie and we were able to get them up there. So it, or Lernerville, mm-hmm. we, our residents love Lernerville and Sprinkles <laughs> are a big supporter of Don't Stop Dreaming and they have a pace car that they take them out and they can get to meet all the drivers and make a big day of it. Oh, so very, very a lot cool. of our local and community act our providers really help us out. Well, we're coming down here to the final seconds. So let's just get quality sure. life services information out one more time. All right. So anyone that has a basic question, just a, I don't know what to do, but here's my story. They can call our central intake and that is, one eight 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 three five four five five seven and we will lead you in the right direction. If someone has a personal care question and want to contact me directly, my number is four one two six two nine one two seven five. And we also have a website, quietlifeservices.com. Julia Toth, Community Liaison for Quality Life Services. As always, appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you missed any of our program, you can check it out online, WISR680.com. Just look for Let's Talk under the programs page and then find Quality Life Services, and that's exactly where we're at. I'm Tyler Friel saying so long for now. You are listening to Let's Talk on WISR.